Welcome to the Life After Death Pod Class. I'm your host, Eric Hodgden. Emotions have helped humans survive for hundreds of thousands of years. And when we lose a loved one, our emotions can overwhelm us. What if they don't have to? Hey everybody, this is Eric Hodgson, and welcome to another episode of the Life After Death podcast, the lessons to lead yourself and others after a loss. When I was 34, I lost my job. I was the sole provider for a family of five, and I had never been laid off from a job before then. And because of that, I was unprepared for the emotions that would come up. Not only mine, but that of my family. Fear, anger, and sadness gripped me, and it strained my marriage. About a year later, my wife told me one summer evening that our marriage was over. A huge gap had opened up between us well before I lost my job the year before, but that loss put me into a deep depression. Once again, fear, anger, sadness, and now shock gripped me, and it was amplified. I was on an emotional roller coaster that I couldn't get off of. And the months of ups and downs, they turned into years before I felt grounded enough to even date again. When I was 41, a major shift of management at my place of work resulted in many sleepless nights with an emotional roller coaster of fear riding in the front seat with me. Once again, I wasn't sure if my job was at risk or not, and ultimately, I decided to leave this position and focus on my kids. And when I was 43, my daughter Zoe ended her life. On the way home from the hospital that night, I remember telling my sister that I wanted her to check in on me over the next few weeks and months because I wasn't sure if I was going to go back into that deep hole of depression again like I did with my divorce. But soon, I felt everything from shock, anger, guilt, and fear. It was a layer cake of emotions, and sadness was the icing that covered all of it. But I didn't go back into a depression. This was definitely a journey that had moments of emotional overwhelm. And if you've lost a loved one, you're probably experiencing some of those emotions now too. And just last month, I learned that my dog, Bean, my nine-year-old Basset mix, she was diagnosed with lymphoma. When I got that news, I felt all of the same emotions like after I lost Zoe. Bean's story is coming up in a later episode of this pod class, but it's yet another example of how loss can put us on the emotional roller coaster. Look, in the early days of any loss, your emotions are wreaking havoc on your mind, body, and spirit. And here's the thing, though. In all of those losses I just told you about, my emotions were always all over the place in the beginning. And that's only because you're trying to make sense of what just happened. Your mind is trying to process everything. And it's part of the blur that I talked about in the last episode. 
200,000 years ago, we relied on our emotions to survive. We developed our fight and flight mode, and that mode exists in us still today. Back then, it was about being able to hunt and gather and protect ourselves from other wild animals that were out in the open with us. And so today, when we lose someone or we experience any loss in life, this fight and flight mode is activated, especially in those early days. And it sends our emotions all over the place. And all of this in order to help us survive it. But here's the good news. Counter to our fight and flight mode, we also have a calm and connect mode that we have access to as well. In those early days of loss, being able to move from the fight and flight mode to a sense of calm and connect internally, it's essential. And it's essential to helping us get through this stressful and very difficult time. And so how do we move from that chaos to calmness? We do that through breathing. In fact, just last month, when I got the news of Bean's lymphoma, I was treating her like a living loss at first, and my emotions were all over the place again, until I remembered to breathe. Now, you may already be thinking, I already know how to breathe. I do that. And by default, you're right. But breathing properly is where we get the grip on our emotions. And if we learn how to breathe properly, it can take our emotions from that fight and flight mode down to the calm and connect mode in a matter of minutes. In her book, Breathe, Dr. Lisa Voranich shares how a simple lower body breath can lower stress levels and we can bring ourselves down emotionally and off of that emotional roller coaster. And she suggests five of these lower body breaths to help us do that. And so here's what I'd like you to do. First, place your hand on your belly. And as you inhale through your mouth, expand your belly. Feel the air fill your lungs completely. And on the exhale, squeeze your belly to your spine. Now, first... This exercise should not be done if you're operating a vehicle for two reasons. One, you'll be closing your eyes here pretty shortly. But two, you may yawn uh, or feel a little lightheaded. And that's the most important piece here. And you're going to feel lightheaded because your brain is getting a rich amount of oxygen. And we don't want to be feeling lightheaded if you're driving. So please be careful with this. So let's try this together again. Close your eyes. Place your hand on your belly. As you inhale through your mouth, expand your belly. On the exhale, squeeze your belly to your spine. Again, expand your belly on the inhale and squeeze your belly to your spine on the exhale. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And one more time. Expand your belly on the inhale and squeeze your belly to your spine on the exhale. Now, by doing three to five 
of these lower body breaths, you should feel your emotional temperature quickly drop. So when are the best times to breathe this way? Well, the first is when you wake up in the morning, very first thing. Before you get out of bed, sit on the edge of your bed, close your eyes, put your hand on your belly, and do three to five lower body breaths. Inhale, expand your belly. Exhale, squeeze your belly to spine. Later on throughout the day, when you feel like your emotions are starting to get the better of you, find a quiet space, close your eyes, and do this lower body breath three to five times. Finally, do three to five lower body breaths before bed. This will help you relax. This will help your mind to slow down. This will help any emotions to come down to a sense of calmness. And you will find that you'll be able to sleep a little bit better. So whether you're going through a loss yourself or you know someone who is going through a loss, Breathing allows you to move from chaos to calm pretty quickly. Emotions are there for us to survive. It's why they get heightened in times of stress, and especially when we lose a loved one. We don't have to stay on the emotional roller coaster for very long. And as you move through these early days of your loss, a lot of emotions will continue to come up. It's normal. But I promise you that the more that you breathe properly, the more likely it is that you will be able to stabilize those ups and downs and get off of the emotional roller coaster completely. Let's continue to walk together. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Life After Death podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hodgden, and I invite you to download the companion PDF, take notes, teach what you've learned, and share this podcast with others that you know.